Welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. I'm Stephen Rothberg, the founder of College Recruiter Job Search Site. At College Recruiter, we believe that every student and recent grad deserves a great career. And I'm Peter Zolman, founding principal of the AIM Group, the leading global business intelligence service for marketplaces and classified advertising companies. We consult with recruitment marketplaces companies and publish AIM Group recruitment intelligence and a free weekly digest. We also host the annual Global RecBuzz Conference. This is the podcast for you to learn more about how to create, manage, and work with general, niche, and aggregator job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Hey, Peter, good to be with you again today. The weather is getting cold, which means only one thing. It's ice hockey time. It is ice hockey time. My favorite team has started playing, and um, we love the Solar Bears in Orlando. We absolutely love them. They're a minor league team. Uh, the hockey is exceedingly mediocre, but the <laughs> uh, fun factor is extreme. And for 15, 16 bucks, I can buy a ticket. I can leave my house at 6.15 at night and be there at 7 and enjoy uh, enjoy the game. I can even leave at 6.30. It's just, I love the Solar Bears. So, uh, and I love the name too. Today's guest is Dennis von Olemirsch, the Chief Operating Officer of Aimwell. Uh, they're a new SaaS programmatic recruitment advertising platform, say that 12 times fast, owned by DPG Media. Uh, DPG, for listeners who don't know, is one of the largest media groups in Northwestern Europe, uh, which for those of us in America, where we hardly know where Europe is, let alone Northwestern Europe. We're talking Belgium, the Netherlands, countries in that area. And DPG delivers a wide variety of content. They do news, sports, entertainment, and job ads, uh, primarily to readers in Belgium, the Netherlands, and Denmark. Dennis, welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. Thanks, guys. Great to have me. It's good to have you. Uh, we saw you last at the uh, RecBuzz conference, and uh, man, that was a great time, and your presentation was well-received, uh, and... Uh, we enjoyed hearing about Aimwell. We'll hear about it again today. So thank you for thank you for joining us. Um, are you in the Netherlands, I presume, or are you in Belgium, or do you happen to be in South Africa today? I mean, it, it can be anywhere, right? <laughs> it, it, it's all online, yeah. So it doesn't matter. I mean, physically, I reside in the Netherlands, yeah. So we have our uh, our main offices in uh, Amsterdam. Yeah, and I live. I live nearby. You know, uh, it, it's around 50, 60 kilometers from from the office for you Americans. That's you know, that's around the corner for us in the Netherlands. That's you know, that's a long and drive. I, but, um, and I yeah. presume you live. If you live in Amsterdam, you live next to a canal. Um, but no. Yeah, but pretty. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I have I have actually water at three sides of my house. Actually, yeah. Let's talk about programmatic because I think that is of great interest to our audience. Um, before we get to Aimwell, programmatic is is pretty solid in the U.S. now. Um, still, kind of just getting its. Uh, getting going in Europe and not much at all in 
Asia, Africa, etc. I think you're much more of an expert than I am. Fill us in on what's going on with programmatic and why it's so important and why and how it works. Oh wow! So we have a twenty-minute uh, kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I said, we'll keep the questions short and the answers short. And wow. here we are going crazy oh. with the first question. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I heard three questions in one. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll deal them one by one. Yeah, so um, programmatic globally, I mean, I think roughly you're right. Yeah? I mean, solid, of course, in the States, uh, nascent in, uh, uh, in Europe. And I slightly tend to disagree with your remark on, on, on Asia and Southeast Asia. I mean, we're seeing traction starting to come also uh, and demand in Southeast Asia as well. Um, not, not so much in Southern Latin America or Africa for the simple reason that, you know, due to the high levels of unemployment over there, there's not much need for extra sourcing. You know, if you already, I mean, like we heard in Amsterdam, if you already have, you know, an average 50 to 200 applies for job, there's not much need for programmatic. Yeah, but Asia is definitely coming. <clears throat> uh, Europe is is underway. Uh, it took a while, uh, mainly because I think you know the the traditional big job boards in Europe, uh, as we all know, have fixed pricing models, uh, which makes the switch to programmatic a, a bit of a financial cumbersome uh, exercise. Uh, but I think you know, driven by client demand, driven by labor shortages. Um, you know, Europe is turning as well. And also that's, of course, why, why we got it again. We'll be back right after this break. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. Welcome back to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces Podcast. DPG Media was really focused until starting... Aimwell or kind of going down that path um, to powering its own local job boards, right? Right, And then you started offering programmatic um, job ad distribution. You're now doing it in multiple countries, including with job boards operated by other companies um, through Aimwell. Um, maybe you can help the listeners sort of better understand that journey from being, you know, running your own job boards to also doing just distribution to other job boards programmatically. I mean, the journey was... I mean, it was not a a, a, a a premeditated one. I would I would have to say um, we first developed uh, a programmatic software for our own job boards um, because we were facing strategic challenges um, as a job board ourselves. You know, we were being uh, disintermediated. Uh, we had an outdated business model uh, with fixed uh, fixed pricing. So we kind of came to the conclusion that in, in order to, as a job board, uh, to survive, uh, we needed programmatic capabilities, um, uh, programmatic capabilities, which uh, would enable us to also switch to more performance-based pricing business models, uh, and which would enable us um, to also source more qualified candidates. It was kind of a switch strategically from 
being you know platform to being network uh, uh, network centric and i think that also ties to peter's earlier question you know what what kind of benefits does it bring um in essence is around you know effectiveness uh, and efficiency uh, of of sourcing if i would if i would summarize it in, in one in one sentence that that makes sense efficiency of sourcing is something everybody's interested in a lot of job boards work with multiple providers for backfill and job distribution. What about programmatic? If somebody's working with AppCast or PandoLogic, JobAdX, Jovio, uh, can they also work with Aimwell or is it a kind of pick your pick your programmatic sort of thing? We do see that, I mean, independent of, independent of Aimwell, um, we do see that uh, uh, job boards or for example, I mean, you know, I would argue any large volume uh, 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 a recruiting company, whether you're a job board or a staffing company, um, I mean, usually is not married to one or the other programmatic platform. Um, you know, they tend to switch. And um, however, if you have chosen one, you tend to stick with a certain platform for at least, you know, two to three years, you know, because the barriers of switching are quite uh, are quite large, um, and you tend not to work together with multiple programmatic. At least that's not what we've encountered with multiple programmatic platforms um, at the same time. However, um, what we do see, and and that's one of the reasons I think one of five I would argue to uh, to to consider for a job board. What we do see is that. The current set of programmatic platforms or recruitment marketing platforms um, tend to be rather, I would argue, mono-channel players. Yeah, so we do see players having to work together with different types of suppliers if they want to cover the full specter of media channels. Um, and I think that's something that we we try to solve for is to have you know a properly integrated one-stop shop for all media channels, not only aggregators, but also programmatic display. I mean, that's our core DNA as a media company, uh, but also, for example, uh, social, you know, and those are all separate uh, specialisms. The job boards that are doing programmatic already probably understand that, that they, at times, are sitting on one side of the desk. They're a publisher. They're receiving jobs and getting them in front of their users. At other times... They're what we at College Recruiter would call a customer, where they're receiving jobs from an Aimwell or an AppCast or Pando Logic, and and we at College Recruiter we we do both of those with, with you know with Aimwell for example we're receiving a fee right. Um, are are you saying, Dennis, that job boards? should it, when they're buying traffic that they should be sending their jobs to appcast to aimwell to some of the other players or are you referring to them on as as publishers where they're receiving jobs from multiple sources or both so at, at aimwell we do it one one way i mean like we work together indeed with, with, with you stephen uh, so uh, at aimwell we facilitate one way. So we facilitate job boards, you know, or large staffing companies uh, to send on their content uh, to, a, to a media network uh, to buy traffic or, you know, and we optimize by on, on apply starts or on applies. So that's that's the way we do it. 
Um, and we tend to see that, you know, for, as I said, from a, a job board perspective, um, it, instead of, you know, having to work with several suppliers, you know, it might make sense only to have to work with one. Yeah. Uh, also, because, you know, as, as a job board, as you know, you know, you want to have a kind of single view on, you know, on your job performance uh, from what channels they're coming from. And you want to able also for that single job. They have a tool that enables you to to kind of uh, influence the performance of that single job. And if we're working for every channel with a separate supplier, you know, that's going to make your life quite, quite hard. Dennis, you mentioned social media and job boards participating in that in some way. Do a lot of job boards you work with and recruitment marketplaces, really, we call them because it's much more than just a job board. But do a lot of the ones you work with and a, a lot of the job boards you're seeing uh, work in social media and video with their uh, employers and even their job seekers? Yeah, good. A, a good question. Actually, almost all of them uh, do some form of or facilitate some form of social recruitment marketing either you know for themselves but usually indeed for for their advertisers um and um you know some of them actually employ quite a large number of social marketeers uh, to do so but i think it it it, it goes to my point that every channel uh, has its own uh, uh specialism um I take social for example um uh for example next week a meta is is kind of you know sunsetting their special ad audiences which impact social recruitment heavily so you know as a i mean a you should know that and b then you should also have kind of strategies and knowledge in place to kind of circumvent that that, that change otherwise your social recruitment is going down the drain and so it's really hard to find a partner who has the knowledge of all those channels and can also combine uh, all those channels uh, into one and that's something I think you know one of the one of actually one of the couple of things that are missing from a job board perspective. If you're looking at you know proper job board strategy execution, I would argue. Let's talk about recruitment in general. Uh, recession in Europe, either there or coming soon, probably there by now. Recession in the United States, although it's the most bizarre recession. I think ever in the United States, uh, we keep adding new jobs and the unemployment rate hits a record low, even with a lot of tech layoffs. Um, how will recruitment marketplaces come through this recession? Is it going to have a significant negative impact, just a minor negative impact or a positive impact? Luckily, recruitment marketplaces have have weathered through several recessions in the past as well. Yeah, so uh, they'll uh, uh, they'll remain there. Um, uh, uh, on the other hand, if you look at, um, I think it can go both ways. Yeah? I mean, a recession is never good. Yeah, because you know, but I mean, you know, there will be higher freezes. Uh, there will be budget uh, cuts, uh, which can which will impact job boards as well. How it will pan out, given the fact, certainly in in America and in Europe, that there's still huge labor shortages and how those two will balance out 
I think that's that's anybody's guess. So if I would make a guess at the moment, I would say a minor negative impact. Dennis, in the minute or two that we have remaining, quick quick question for you. If I'm a job board and I'm already working with one of the programmatic um, vendors to distribute my jobs, or perhaps I'm exploring working with one for the first time, what would be the reason that I would work with Aimwell in to send my jobs out to other job boards, et cetera, um, instead of one of your competitors? Like, what are your competitive ad- advantages? Um, yeah, good, good, good question. I think there's a five. Um, so one I mentioned already, yeah, being able to I mean being able to act as a kind of one-stop shop for uh, for media. Uh, number two, from an architecture point of view. Uh, we've built up our platform so that, you know, we can and we automate or we launch campaigns, marketing campaigns for every single job, um, meaning that, you know, we're able to combat the, the Pareto distribution uh, problem and being able to steer job performance uh, for every single job. I think number three would be that we're able for job boards to support multiple use cases through one platform, not only your always-on campaigns, but also your much-needed B2B product innovation, you know, launching media upsell products for your advertisers, getting into performance-based pricing. All those three use cases we can support to one and the same platform. I think the fourth reason would be that we do all of the above in a fully automated way. Yeah, you know, it's it, it saves costs. It's perfectly scalable. You don't need marketeers to, you know, to tweak the bells and whistles on a programmatic platform. Um, and last but not least, um, you know, we don't limit ourselves at, at media distribution itself, yeah, but also cover the data garbage in as data garbage out principle, meaning that we're able to help job boards also with, you know, job taxonomy classification, uh, service side tracking and measuring correct uh, channel performance, you know, filtering out the bots, the uh, duplications and what have you not. Yeah, so. I think five, five, in my view, at least five, five good reasons, Steve. So we want to thank you for joining us today. And we want to ask you if people want to get in touch, what's the best way? And spell aim well, because any logical person spelling it would spell it A-I-M-W-E-L-L, and they won't get you there. So... As you tell us where to find you, spell it right. Yeah, it's the correct it's the correct spelling, but with one L, uh, uh, Peter. So that's the easy one uh, uh, to find me personally, Dennis von Allemeyer's LinkedIn. I think that's the that's the easiest one. And for the listeners, it's uh, Dennis and then V A N A L L E M E E R S C H. Dennis, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for having me, guys, and uh, good luck with, uh, with the other podcasts that are uh, coming up. Cheers. Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces is a co-production of Evergreen Podcasts, College Recruiter, and The AIM Group. Please subscribe for free on your favorite app. Review it. Five stars are always nice. And recommend it to a couple of people you know who want to learn more about job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Special thanks to our producer and engineer, Ian Douglas. I'm your host, Peter Zolman of The AIM Group, the leading global consultancy in the field of marketplaces and classified advertising. Find out more about our reports on recruitment marketplaces, job boards, and classifieds, including our new recruitment marketplaces annual 
at aimgroup.com reports. I'm your host, Stephen Rothberg of job search site College Recruiter. Each year, we help more than 12 million candidates find great new jobs. Our customers are primarily Fortune 1000 companies, government agencies, and other employers who hire at scale and advertise their jobs with us. You can reach me at stephen at collegerecruiter.com. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.